0: Welcome to the Hustle Class podcast. We have a quick disclaimer. All material presented within Hustle Class LLC is not investment advice, but for educational purposes only. Trading involves risk, and you are solely responsible for your investment decisions and assume the entire risk of any trading you choose to undertake. Owners of Hustle Class LLC and its representatives are not registered as security broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority. Please utilize a registered investment or financial advisor to make any financial decisions. If you choose to invest without seeking advice from such an advisor or entity, then any consequences resulting from your investments are your sole responsibility. By utilizing Hustle Class LLC and our content, you are indicating your consent and agreement to our disclaimer. Welcome to the Hustle Class Podcast. It is your boy, Jermaine. I am back at it again with another one. You know, um, I was going to drop, you know, a podcast yesterday, Wednesday, but, um, you know, I had family visit and, you know, I was excited and I spent time with my family. You know, mental health matters, family matters, loved ones matter. So, you know, I had to spend time with, you know, my little sisters and, um, you know, it was a great vibe and, you know, I still... You know, as promised, I'm coming to you today with my Bitcoin projections, which, when I talked to some people about it, they felt they like my projections were rather outrageous, but I mean, who truly understands this new asset class? but we're gonna get into that whole bag in a little bit right now. We're about to get some words from the hustle playlist if you want access to this playlist, just reach out so today. We have Grams in the Water by Black Soprano Family and Benny the Butcher. This is actually one of my favorite songs with Benny the Butcher because, you know, I mean, he just goes off and the beat is just fire. Um, You know, I really like the beat as well. Um, So in this song, um, the statement is, sorry, in this song, the statement goes, it don't make money, it don't make sense. I'm still trying to make a play. They need my portion of the late rent. I need the push with opaque tent. I'm learning patience. When you force it, then it don't make ends. So let's take it line by line, right? It don't make money. It don't make sense. I mean, that's that's such a common saying. I mean, you know, people love to say, you know, men lie, women lie. Numbers don't, right? Um, money makes sense. And so, you know, if we're going to work on something, it might as well make us money. That's the hustler's mentality, right? Um, I'm still trying to make a play. They need my portion of the late rent. One thing that um, a lot of people lack is urgency. The sense that you'll get it done later. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll get to it. You know, um, I'm going to lose this amount of weight this year. I'm going to get to it. Um, I'm going to, you know, make this much money. I'm going to get to it. A lot of us push off, push, push off life, you know, to just deal with everyday stuff. And it's like, you know. When you have a sense of urgency, like if you have your rent due at a certain time, you'll have a certain sense of urgency to get it done. If you know you're going to get kicked out of your apartment at a certain time, you'll have a certain sense of urgency. You know, if you had a terminal illness, you would have a certain sense of urgency. But for some reason, because, you know, our lives are, you know, we sort of lose track of time a lot and, you know, time flies. Um, we sort of lose a sense of urgency in getting things done, not only from a money perspective, but just a life perspective. Um, A lot of us have a lack of urgency. Just imagine what it is when, you know, you you have an exam to take and you have to study for it versus, you know, you can turn it in at any time. You see that's a different sense of urgency and vigor that you put into that work, right? So, that's kind of where I wanted to talk about. And then, um, you know, I need that push with opaque tents, You know, that's just, you know, a flex, right? He wants, he wants his whip with a tent. Um, mm-hmm. I'm learning patience. When you force it, then they don't make ends. And that's true. Um, patience is everything. Um, you know, I've, I've learned that from a trading perspective. I've learned that from a flipping perspective. I've learned it from an investing perspective. Um, yeah, patience is everything, and time is your biggest asset in any of them. Um, so once you let things run their courses, if you make the right decisions, you know what I'm saying, things will just flow in your direction. You know what I'm saying? So patience is everything. So don't don't be too forceful, right? Not saying that you shouldn't have, like, vigor and tenacity, but patience is, you know, should be a part of you as well. In life, a lot of times as human beings, we like to look at things as being opposites or, you know, us not being able to, you know, how can I be patient but be, you know, um, how can I, I execute, I execute frequently, consistently at a high level but be patient. Don't they contradict each other? No, they don't. Because you can execute and maintain a patient spirit where you understand the work that you're putting in. You might not see the ends of it or the fruits might not, you know, be born so quickly just because you executed quickly, even though sometimes it is. But the fact that things might not work out exactly your way, even though you are executing at a high level, um, there's a certainty of patience because things will execute in due time. So that was Grams in the Water, Black Soprano Family and Benny the Butcher. Now we about to get into our spiel about crypto. So, you know, And, you know, I mean, my price targets are my price targets. I've calculated them. How I've calculated them, I have the formula. You know what I'm saying? The formula, which I feel like is for success. But at the end of the day, I mean, what can I say? People are going to do what people are going to do. I'm not forcing anybody to abide by my standard by any means. You know, everybody's going to do what they're going to do. It is what it is. So crypto and specifically bitcoin um i've talked about bitcoin having on this and i'm looking at bitcoin on a logarithmic scale and it seems as though if bitcoin maintains its consistent trend and its historical price action and price fluctuation by may around may or june i think i think it's may or june give me a second May, June, July, August. So between May and August, I'm looking at Bitcoin. My price target is Bitcoin hitting anywhere between $400,000 and $500,000. $400,000 and $500,000 on this current bull run. Once it hits that four hundred dollars to $500,000 around 2024, we'll say January to June 2024, um, I foresee a correction to about, um, 80 to, um, 100k, um, somewhere in that region, so 80 to 100k, and, um, yeah, that's where I see, um, 80 to 100K is where I see the correction, where Bitcoin is gonna settle at that price before the next halving, or around that price, around that um 100K, 80K to 100K part. Now people might ask themselves, Jermaine, how could you think that Bitcoin is gonna hit 400 or 500 thousand dollars? That sounds impossible. That sounds ridiculous. But a lot of people are basing that off of how they know, say stocks to move, or <clears throat> how they know, <clears throat> sorry. How they know real estate prices to move or um, whatever the case may be. This is a whole new asset class that is forming. We don't know how it works. There's phrases that with Bitcoin and things like that that go with um, decentralized and all these type of things that are newer. And we can't really conceptualize it. It's hard to understand. And you don't have to believe it. But when it's real, it's real. In 2016, July, Bitcoin was around $400. And by, and that's July 2016. Two years after that, in 20, closer to 2018, or maybe a year and a half after that, Bitcoin was around $20,000. So I might ask you, what does it take to go from 400 to 20,000? That's about 50 times the value. 20,000 is about 50 times the value of. 400, right? 50 times the value. When Bitcoin started um, its most recent run in 2020, it was around 9K, right? It was around 9K. And then when you look at where Bitcoin's high is projected to be, if you just take 9K and you multiply it by 50, you're going to get 450,000. Right. It's only far fetched if you're looking at the numbers, but sometimes you have to look at the statistics and the math. Not everything is just about numbers and what looks cool and what looks cute, because even to this day, people still don't understand the value of Bitcoin. They're like, well, Jermaine, there's no way I can buy one Bitcoin like it's impossible to purchase. But you have to look at Bitcoin in Satoshi's, meaning the fractions of Bitcoin. You don't look at Bitcoin as a whole coin. And eventually where the world is going to head to, we're going to do Bitcoin is going to be looked at in Satoshi's because the value of one Bitcoin is just going to be so astronomical that there's no point in calculating how much Bitcoin you have at such a fractional level. But, you know, the same way we have nickels, dimes, quarters and things like that to identify fractions of a dollar, there should be a certain criteria for satoshis which would be the fractions of bitcoin which will help us calculate our value at a much more human and real level so that's just giving y'all game real quick you know what i'm saying i hope i'm not going over any of y'all heads i hope y'all not like danger man you a genius i know i am but you know what i'm saying sometimes you just gotta break it down real quick so like i was saying price target of 400 to five hundred thousand dollars In the summer of 2022. Then a correction from 400 to $500,000. To about 100,000, 90,000 or $80,000. In 2024. Leading up to. The next halving of Bitcoin. Which will be in summer 2024. And when that halving occurs. We will enter our next bull run. Now. This is all, you know, obviously pending that Bitcoin will continue its bull run. But, I mean, if the bull run comes to an end, I mean, you could throw my analysis out the door. But I feel like this is such a monumental um, asset class that's being created in cryptocurrencies that, I mean, I feel like we're going to go higher before we have to come lower and correct. And will we ever correct back down to no value? That possibility is there. One thing that I was doing research on is quantum computing, because if you have a quantum computer that is powerful enough, it can actually decrypt and decipher the intricacies that make cryptocurrency so valuable or decentralized. You know, what I'm saying how they say, oh, you like your Bitcoin can't be hacked or the blockchain can't be X, Y and Z. That's because we don't have the quantum capabilities to execute that yet. But if the time arrives and we actually have those quantum capabilities, I mean, Bitcoin might be null and void. Now, if the Bitcoin that, uh, if Bitcoin over the time goes through a process where there is actually quantum support, then, you know, that will work out the way it works out. Right. So with all of that said, you know, my price targets are my price targets. And, you know, take it or leave it. Um, consult with the financial advisor. They might tell you I'm spewing nonsense. Who knows? Because nobody does when it comes to this crypto thing. But with what I said, 30,000, 40,000 is not a bad price to buy Bitcoin at. I'm definitely loading up the chopper. And, you know, Bitcoin sort of, um, is the driving force behind a lot of other cryptos and how their price action moves. By that, I mean, when we look at stocks and things like that, we like to always revert back to Dow Jones Industrial um, or SPY, SPY, the S&P 500, or QQQ, the NASDAQ, to sort of make sense of the general direction of all of the companies in the market. Bitcoin is that for crypto companies on a large scale. So if Bitcoin has those type of projections, that just gives you a perspective of what Dogecoin is going to look like, Litecoin is going to look like, Ethereum is going to look like, Binance coin is going to look like, and all these other coins that exist across the spectrum. So keep that in mind. I'm not saying not to put all your eggs in one basket. I'm saying to consult with your financial advisor and get the right game on what you should do. If you don't know, at the same time, I'm self-taught. I learn everything on my own. Um, not only do you have access to books to buy or to just get off the Internet, you also have YouTube. You also have podcasts like this one. You know, this is a thought provoking and, you know, a challenging podcast to listen to because I mean, you listen and you like, dang, like I didn't know I could get so much gain, but I'm giving it out for your charge. So. You know, take it or leave it. If you actually join the Forever Slowest Joking group, you will have way more guidance and, you know, more like a play-by-play. But right now, you're getting his positions, Um, you know, potential positions. But the actual entries and things of that, you know what I'm saying? Buying Bitcoin at the perfect price on its trajectory towards those would be something that I would give to that group, you know what I'm saying? They pay for it, so they deserve it. But at least you get the projections, so... Yeah, we going we saying this Bitcoin to the moon until the trajectory of Bitcoin changes, which I mean, I would say it's hard to see that happening. This is a lot of people's first time in crypto. So when they hear stuff like Nigeria bans Bitcoin, China bans Bitcoin, India bans Bitcoin, they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is not going to last." Until you realize that the same tabloids that these countries are banning Bitcoin is the same thing that's been said over the course of time. I mean, China bans Bitcoin in 2016, China bans Bitcoin 2018, China bans Bitcoin 2020, China bans Bitcoin 2021. If you're going to let that stop you from buying Bitcoin, I'm sorry. You're going to see the news story again year after year, and the price just going to keep going up and up. I can't make it up. Do your research, learn your history. So, you know what I'm saying? Those are my price targets. Um, so I'm active when it comes to Bitcoin. I mean... I see it, and I'm looking at it from a logarithmic level. So you can see a lot of the trends. Um, You know, you can see the trend of the chart and ignore the prices because the trend is the trend. When I drew my lines and I did my calculations, I was not looking for a fixed number. I was basing it off of the trend and the price action and the logarithmic scale. That's it. And the prices I got are the prices I got. So it sounds unrealistic, but the chart makes sense. If you were looking at Tesla, it might have seemed unrealistic for it to hit the price it hit. But if you were following the chart, you might have saw it coming just based on price action alone. And volume and other things like that. So, yeah, that's the spiel on Bitcoin. That's my two cents. Um, I don't think I have anything else to talk about today um, besides, you know, uh, Memorial Day weekend. You know, shout out to the fallen you know what I'm saying appreciate the service of all those who are still in the grind you know protecting and serving um the country because not to get political but as much as you know people don't like war and all that it's it's a part of this world and you know if you if you've seen war if you've seen struggle you know that i mean uh, the people involved at a lower level, a lot of them. I mean, not that I don't want to put it, nothing in nobody's ear that nobody wants to be there, but it's a tough. It's a tough. You know, it's a tough environment to be in. Not that I've been in it, but I mean, I've I've done my research, and you know, when you do research, you see just how gruesome a lot of these things can be, and you know, what I'm saying there's a certain level of appreciation for what is in this life by me. You know, I'll try not to look at things as being good or bad, but just look at things as being as existing. You know, things just are. People say things are good or bad. I say things just are. Depends on what side of the coin you're at. But shout out to the people who put their lives on the line for other people. You know, that's a selfless act. So shout out to those who are selfless in this world, man. Um, Yeah, so I think crypto is going to continue its bull run. It might have some staccato, like some scatterings. But, I mean, in 2012, Bitcoin hit a high, had, like, a 50% correction or, like, an 80% correction, and then, you know, went crazy. And I think it did a times 100. Um, That's back in 2012. So, yeah, keep your eyes on the prize, y'all. I appreciate y'all for listening, and I'll be back next week with more gems. Let's get it.